Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value Junior Podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be revealing our Kiko Sports Team of the Week, our Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week, and our DT1 Men's Wear Top Scorer of the Week as the championship have got down to the finals in all three grades. With the highlight of the weekend gone by being the Kieran Service Station Senior Championship Semi Finals. Um, and of course, we had a McAvoy Super Value Intermediate um, Championship semi final replay with Coo Hollands and Castle Rahan going head to head. Two sides either side of McAvoy Super Value in Virginia. So there was a, a nice little uh, connection there between the, the whole lot of them, but Castle Rahan getting the better of uh, of Coo Hollands. Um, Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the Anglo Celt, joins me as always. Oh, Paul, I, I'm a great believer in that. The harder you work, the luckier get you get. But I, I was making the point, I think, in intermediate, anyway, both sides have had a wee bit of luck in getting into the final. I, I was reading that in your preview, and I'm not sure if I'd 100% agree with you, Damien. I think they've been tested, but I, I think they've, they're there on merit. I don't think they've flicked oh. any wins. Like, Ballyhays were tested against Coothill, and Coothill were unfortunate probably to have a man sent off early in the game. That's, but That's the bit of luck. Mm. That, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm not saying either. Don't deserve to be there. I. I do think both are. I. I actually. I think we. Do, we do have the two best teams in the intermediate in the final, but I just think there is a wee bit of fortune involved in 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 any success. And I think between the man being sent off for Coot Hill and the 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 misplaced kick out for Cuhullins, I think there's your wee bit of luck. You have to remember Darren Riley got sent off for Bally Hayes as well in first half injury time. So there was only 13 minutes really there. But obviously, Enda Hessen's a very dangerous player. And the other thing about Bally Hayes is that they, they kept uh, good hill scorers for the last 22 minutes of that game. So, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, but I'm going to disagree with you. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Just for the sake of it. Um, good weekend of action, though, in general. Like, it, I, I was making this point over on the Die Hard podcast um, on, on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin that the, the general perception now, I see Cahar O'Kane has put up uh, an article as well. I was reading it last night and anybody I'm talking to from outside of Calvin is, God, Calvin Club football is great. You know, from from the RTE game on, on Saturday night. I had a massive debate earlier on today with someone. Uh, people listen to this and think all we do is just debate football all day, every day, which is probably true. Probably, uh, true yeah. Um, I had a massive debate earlier on with someone. Someone was sort of sneering at our discussion or a point I made on the podcast the last day saying, 
basically using the fact that that we've had poor results in Ulster as almost proof that the standard is good in Cavan, which wasn't what I was saying. What I was saying was, I think using Ulster club senior results is a very flawed way to to uh, take the temperature of a county championship. I think one of the biggest determinants in potential Ulster club senior success is that all, almost always you must be quite dominant in your county. In other words, you need to get several cracks at it usually. And that's evidenced by the fact that the two most open championships in Ulster are Cavan and Tyrone. And neither, and like, let's be honest, Tyrone have won four All Ireland's in the last 20 years. Uh, Cavan have won one Ulster title. Tyrone have played all of that time in Division 1, more or less. When they went down to Division 2, they've come out of it fairly quick. We've only played two or three seasons in Division 1. Uh, and yet, we've got the exact same record in the Ulster Club, which is we've both made one final and not won it. So if people are to use Ulster Club results as as the barometer of, of the strength of a county championships, I, I think it's open to be very flawed. What you also see is uh, other counties who tend not to do well in the Ulster Club competition. If they can get a team that dominates their county championship, they tend to do well then in the in the Ulster Club competition. So Antrim's an example. They didn't have a good record for years in the Ulster Club. Then St. Gauls come along and they win 12 and 13 years or something in Antrim. They go on and they win Ulster and they win in All-Ireland and they're extremely competitive in, in the province for a few years. St. Gauls have faded and as St. Gauls have faded, so have Antrim's results. Fermanagh, Derry Connolly beating at their own champions two or three times in Ulster. Is there anyone that thinks that Fermanagh is a higher standard than their own? Considering the amount of, of Ulster and All-Ireland medalists between minor under 20 and senior that are operating in the Tyrone Championships compared to the Fermanagh Championships. And we know that Tyrone are the brand leaders for cutting-edge stuff in Ulster football, like it or, or hate it, and, and we hate it, but <laughs> we know that. So there's nobody that thinks that, but but Tyrone have had eight different winners in 10 years. Fermanagh have had essentially one team. Um, Derry Gunley has had their championship in a stranglehold. So I think it's very harsh uh, and and totally flawed to to view the Ulster Club Championship as a barometer as to how you can you can say about the strength of football in Cavan. I also think there's another interesting one when I thought about it. So if you take the period 2011 to 2018, roughly, our, our representatives got hammered in Ulster in 2012. That was Mullahorn hammered off the pitch by mm-hmm. Eric Kieran in in in. Uh, 2013, Balnear were well beaten by Ursula. They were, I wouldn't say it was a hammer, and it was seven or eight points. They weren't humiliated, but they were, they were mm. way second best that day. In 2015, we were hammered again. Uh, Kingscourt got a merciful hammer off, off Kilku. Uh, in 2018, Kassaran were beaten by in their first crack at it by Coleraine. And that was, a, again, it was there for the winning. That was in Kingscourt. Uh, that was, again, Kassaran should have been winning. So, 2016, Rammer were... 2016, Rammer did okay in 2016 against Mahari, but Mahari were a new team too. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to leave 2016 aside, but you could definitely take the temperature of the Cavan Championship over, over that period and say, well, it's a bad standard. But there's outliers in within that period, and that's 2011. Cavan Gales lost to a last-minute goal to a Michael Murphy-inspired Glenn Swilly. So they're very competitive. Should have won the game. Didn't win it, but were beaten by one point to a last-minute goal, and they were very upset about the goal. They thought it was a... It was a bad referee. And Glenn Swilly done what that year? Glenn Swilly went to the Ulster final that year. That was 2011. In 2014, our, cha- our champions lost by a point away to Schlotney. That should have got a draw, missed an easy free. Didn't win the game again, but again, highly competitive. 2017, our champions make the final. So the three outliers 
where when the team, the one team in Cavan that had vast experience in that competition actually won it. So we're, are we to if we're are we to believe that the standard of the Cavan Championship suddenly shot up the year the Gales won it? I haven't been really bad the year before, where, where there was teams that was fit to beat the Gales in the county were now go out and get, get humiliated. Of course not. The obvious thing is the Gales had built up experience in the competition. It's a, it's a unique competition. The time of year it's played at the, so, the whole context of it. So where's where's the where's the um logic to why Cavan Gales didn't do better when they were utterly dominant in Cavan? That is the great mystery. Like is that, that is the great mystery, and that was such a setback for for club football in Cavan that the Gales didn't because it would have been not alone would have been a consolation to say well. Okay, they're hammering us, and they're really putting the screws to us. But at least, at least they're the best in Ulster, and they make you yeah. feel better about it. And it would also inspire you. And so, if we can get out of here, we, we could actually make have a crack at Ulster. But I think it completely demoralised teams that were winning in Cavan. If if you did manage to climb the mountain and, and get over Cavan Gales in that era, you're going into you're going into Ulster, and you're on a hiding to nothing. You know, look, we we've won the championship here, but like the Gales okay. have had, the Gales have been. We've won one championship. The Gales won seven or eight and they couldn't do it. So I thought that was, I don't know why the Gales didn't do it. They were good enough to do it in my opinion. Um, yeah. Like I think back to 2004, a really good Cavan team under under um, Eamon Coleman. I remember comparing that Cavan team in 2004. I saw a picture of the squad, compared that to 2020 and I thought it compared very favourably in terms of the age profile of that team, the how, how physically strong they were and the score, the firepower they had in 2004 was mad. Like you still had Joe and and uh, Pearson and uh, Jelly and players like that, so that was a really good team. I think there was eight Gales that started against Darren in the Ulster Championship that year. So we're not just imagining that the Gales are very strong. Anyway, that's my point. You, you brought it up, and I went on a bit of a ramble there. <laughs> the other the other thing is once we corrected the anomaly, which was that almost half of our clubs were in the senior championship. Seventeen of our forty were in the senior, which was automatically. Uh, pulling away from and diluting the quality in our intermediate and junior. Now, I know I'm making the point that maybe we've gone too far, but that that was something that had to be righted. And once we did fix that, our our results at junior and intermediate are very good in the last few years. They're much better than they were beforehand. We The bridge got well beaten by last year, we hammered really by Steelstown, but that, they were the best team in Ireland. And that was an, yeah. an, out, an outlier because, and the bridge had beaten on uh, Rayak, the, the down champions before that. Yeah. Well, the bridge were in the last four in Ulster. Uh, then one Ulster, Mullahorn were, were in the Ulster final, and every other team Everyone in the last few years. Four in Ulster. Yeah, yeah. Every other team in the last few years. Bally McHugh were highly competitive for they won the junior. That's right. So, so I I think that's probably a better uh, way of of gauging the standard in the county is the junior and intermediate because it should be relatively new to everyone. And I know the teams that tend to win that are are teams that might have been a little too good for that grade in the first place. But that's the same in every county. So when they get to Ulster, it probably evens out. Uh, so I, I think we're down a little bit on the championship. Now, the obvious thing to say is, well, this competition has been running since 1970 and Cavan never won it. So how can you say that the standard... I'm not saying the standard is great, but I'm just saying that that's not the best yardstick. But how can you say that the standard is good when you haven't won it in all that time? And to that, I would say, Donegal had never won it until Guidor won it. Are we to say that the standard of club football in Donegal was really terrible because of that? In the same period where they won two senior All-Irelands and had so many All-Stars playing club football in, in their county, are we to say that the standard was poor? Of course not. Are we going to say that the standard has been poor in Tyrone in a period where they've won four All-Irelands? Of course not. So I think uh, to to the listener who, who was dissing me and kind of saying, 
uh, I think he was sort of implying that we were just sort of bigging up um, Gavin. bigging up the Gavin. That's definitely not the case. I honestly think it's a lot more nuanced than than saying uh, um, us club results are shit. There you go. Ergo, you're shit because I don't think that's the case. No, no, there's, there's, it's far too complex a picture to 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 uh, to just pick it out on one single uh, scale. So yeah, mm. look, that, that that was an interesting rant, Paul. Thanks, man, for that. Sort of no different. problem, no problem. Get off my chest. We, we, I feel better now. We love, we love when you can just put your feet up on the couch and and lie back and just go. Well, Doc, here's what I'm feeling, and <laughs> listeners just feel like they they're, they're it's therapeutic for you. So I always win these debates as well, and it's just me. Exactly, exactly. Okay, we'll get on to the business at hand. Is the Kiko Sports Team of the Week? Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Obviously only three games at the weekend gone by, so uh, limited nominations, but still nominations come in, and the two for the goalkeepers were Paddy Galligan from Killigarry and Ronan Bannon from uh, Gauna, two senior championship winners uh, or winners in their games at the weekend. Anyway, um, two good performances, two really good performances, I thought, overall. Paddy Galligan, I, I, I was making this point to a Killigarry listener who, uh, who, who rang me during the week. I was saying, there's going to be a problem with this Killigarry team in a, in a couple of years if they haven't already started the plan for when Paddy Galligan finishes because he's he's closer to forty than he is to thirty, and he's uh, you know he can't go on forever, but he's playing really really well. Yeah, yeah, I thought he, I thought he had a great game. Like, it's probably the most boring thing in the world at this stage to start start talking about how influential goalkeepers are, but like we know that if you started out as a goalkeeper in adult football. 17 or 18 or 20 years ago like Paddy would have uh, you, you would have had to probably reinvent your your whole game and mm. he has done that uh, to a great extent so I think he's one of the great the last survivors he probably is the longest serving player on the team there yeah uh, he is on the Killier yeah. team yeah yeah so like it'll be it'll be he, he would have come in there I would imagine probably around 2001 2002 um, yeah and like the last time Kiligari won a championship, I think was the intermediate success in, in '98. So he's bridging two generations there almost. So it would be nice for him if he could get his hands on on a on a championship. Yeah, definitely would be. But we went for the other man on this occasion because Ronan Bannon in a in a very very close game, and Paddy Paddy was in a very close game too. But Ronan Bannon was was very influential in terms of kick out execution. Gowna's retention from grown kickouts was was top notch. Um and shot stopping, high balls coming in, dealing with them, low low shots coming in, getting off his line quick. There was a couple of very crucial moment, moments where Ronan Bannon stepped up for Gauna. Yeah, they were talking about bridging a gap. Like he he was there and won a championship uh 20, 20 years ago. Like so that would be just an extraordinary story of himself and McKeever as starting players could win another championship and 
obviously you're very cool and, and Jared Pearson on the bench as well but I think Ronan Ronan was really good yeah without a doubt brilliant brilliant display by him so Ronan Bannon gets the uh, goalkeeper spot on our Kiko Sports team of the week into the full back line six nominations here Killian Lynch from Coo Hollins Stephen Cooney from Castle Rahan Ryan Brady from Gowna Damian Barkey Rammer United Daryl Dunn from Killigarry and Ryan McGahern from Gowna um, who do we go for here Paul? We went for the two Ryans from Garner, Ryan Brady and Ryan McGarren, and we went for Killian Lynch in the corner. So two Garner men, one one Cahollins man, man. Ryan Brady spent a good bit of time out the field, but he also played in the full back line as well because he was doing a man marking job, and that's what the role dictated on the evening. Thought Ryan McGarren again continued his excellent form. He's playing the captain's part, and Killian Lynch, another player who's who's given great service to his team, and um, fortunately came up short this year, but it wasn't through any lack of of uh, quality from Killian. I thought he was really good as well. Yeah, I thought I thought Killian seemed to be wherever a fireman was needed to put out a put out a fire blocks and turnovers crucially in the full back line for Ku Hollands um, and then just simple little passes coming out from defence and sometimes simple long passes 20 30 40 yards away um very composed on the ball I I I I thought I just seen Killian play when he was a 15 year old and 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 seen him with the cabin on there under 16s at that stage and uh and, and and always knew the quality was there but i think since he's gone back into that full back line this was probably his best display again i thought it was really really commanding display by killian um in defeat unfortunately ryan brady as you said two points on james smith and and i think i'm right and say he held james smith to to james smith score he yeah, scored he a mark and then he won the penalty but um it was, right. ryan did a very good job Overall, you'd have to say he won. He won the battle on it, as we, uh, as we discussed on our, our review show of the of the senior championship semi finals over on, on our diehard service. And then, as you said, Ryan McGarren, like he was picking up Paddy Lynch this time out. Gerard McKernan last week, Paddy Lynch this time, and he holds him scoreless from play. So that's a that's a good afternoon or evening's work when you can hold a player like Paddy Lynch scoreless. Um, okay, into the half back line. Uh, nominations were Sean O'McGarty, Castle Rahan, Keen Riley, Killigarry, Ushin Kieran and Castle Rahan, James, sorry, Jack Cla- Jack Brady from Rammer United, Keen Madden, Gauna, Mark McGee from Rammer United, and Mark McKeever from Gauna. Um, we mentioned Mark McKeever. I thought at the end of the game, when push came to shove and, and they needed breaking ball, they needed the writing done on the ball, McKeever was the one who stepped up for, for Gauna. Great, great display there. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, I thought there was this was a very competitive line. I'll let you reveal it, Damien, because um, we debated this one long and hard. We did, and and, and I'll, I'll kind of we'll start off because I thought Mark McGee, Ushin Kieran, and, and Jack Brady all had very good games, um, contributing going forward as well as strong defensively. But the three we went for, um, outside of Mark McKeever as well were Sean O'McGarty from Castle Ran. He was picking up Key and Dowie. And done a really good job. I thought he drove forward and carried the ball at pace. Now it was a real physical battle with him and Doughty, who would have a couple of years to spare on him. But I thought Sean Og uh, really stepped up, and I thought it was crucial that they managed um, Evan Doughty throughout that game. Keen Riley at centre back for for Killigarry, a, a, a brilliant performance, a leader leader like performance from a 20 year old when when the dirty ball was needed he was the man when the turnovers needed he was the man and even at one point when it looked like he was completely out of juice you know 
receiving ball and, and sending a long ball with the outside of the right boot I think it was going up to Martin Riley which led to a crucial score in the game just I thought leadership personified in Key and Riley and once again Key and Madden has to go back in there like I I was saying over on, on the Die Hards podcast this guy is so so selfless and so important to why Gauna are working now and the change from him coming into that halfback line and how he gains yard. I think Mickey Brennan made the point and, and, and then I forgot to, or I deleted the track by accident. But anyway, his point was right. If you were talking about American football and yards gained, there's very few that will gain the yards to key and Madden gains on, on a Gaelic football field. And that's so important that he does it. He does it with quality, but he does it at speed as well. Um, so another brilliant display by Key and Madden in the half back line. So that's a, it's a strong old half back line. Into the middle of the field, the nominations are Dar McVitie from Crushalot, Owen Donahue, Ku Hollands, Cormac Daly from Castle Rahan, and Matthew McKenna from Killigarry. Um, four good displays here. Who do we go for? Yeah, there was. Cormac Daly is hard done by here, but unfortunately we could only have two. And we went for Dara McFeety and Matty McKenna. Uh, Matty, again, took his goal really well. He's, he's just really classy. Always was a, a really classy player, very skillful. and Got every skill down to a tee. He's got a great sidestep. He's got two feet. He's good in the air. He's fast. And uh, thank God now for him that he's getting this uh, run of fitness because he had an awful lot of injuries over the years. And no, he, he likely would have established himself on the cabin team by now if, if he had a, had a clear run at it. So um, uh, I'm glad to see Matty doing so well for his sake. And Dara McFeety as well, speaking of having a clear run on the cabin team, wonder where we see Dara back with Cavan. I thought he had a had a really good game, even though he made some mistakes or whatever, but it was it was just an evening where they, they needed someone to step up and, and take the fight to Garner. And I thought he did that. Even though he, he didn't have the perfect game, but his attitude was top class and he, he came up with some big plays. At big moments as well. It, it, it wasn't just the case that he he came up with the big big plays, you know, big scores at, at any time in the game. When when Gowney got a goal, he was the one who was really going looking for the ball. When when Crystal needed a point, he was the one who was coming up and delivering it. I thought Darren McVeady starting to show the Darren McVeady that he was before he left for Australia. He's not quite where at the top of his game as yet, which is a, a positive because um, when there's still more improvement to come, it's it's good to see that and hopefully we'll see that at some point in the future. The whole debate over Cavan, we're going to save that for another day because um, I, I know there's a lot of interested people to to to, to get involved in that one about Dara Dara rejoining the Cavan panel. But I thought in terms of uh, in terms of his display on, on Saturday night, he was Chris Law's best performer on the evening. And as you said, Matty McKenna, there, there's class. There's, the, the ability was never in question. It was just, you talk about luck needed. Maybe Killigarry's luck on, on this occasion is Matty McKenna isn't getting injured this year because I don't think he's uh, he's gone through another championship run where he hasn't been injured. So it's uh, it's great to see him at, at, at full flow. He's a fabulous footballer. And, and I thought he finished the goal brilliantly at the weekend gone by. Okay, into the half-forward line on the Kiko Sports Team of the Week. Nominations are Mark McDermott from Killigarry, Tiernan Madden, Gauna, Adam O'Reilly from Cuhullins, Robbie Fitzpatrick, Gauna, Martin Riley, Killigarry, Connor Casey from Gauna, and Carl Cosgrove from Castle Rahan. Who do we go for? We went 
it'd be no surprise to people that we went for Connor Casey, who had an outstanding game for Garner and obviously was was uh, one of the stars nationally in, in Gaelic football over the weekend because he stepped up and came up with that wonderful goal, which was televised to a national audience. Uh, we went for Adam O'Reilly at number 11. He scored 1-3. Showed up really well in, in, in defeat for Cahullins. And we went for Mark McDermott, who's a much improved player, young player, who's coming on with every game. And the last couple of games, he thought he's been, he's been really good for, for Kingscourt, or for Kiligary against Kingscourt and against Rammer. So um, he's, a, he's a tall, athletic, rangy player, good ball carrier, and he's he's improving all the time. He's indicative of this young Kiligary team that, that they're, they're a lot of very well-coached, very athletic players. What Mark McDermott's doing for me is the simple things consistently really well and he's doing them at pace and, and you think back to the first goal of the game first score of the game obviously against against Rammer it was a turnover balls in his hands and you now have the confidence to say he's not going to make a mistake on the ball he's he's going to deliver a, a 15 yard hand pass or a 5 yard hand pass but it's going to be right on the money it's going to hit the target exactly where it's meant to do where it's meant to hit and and that was crucial in setting up that first goal for, for Killigary. And that first goal was crucial for Killigary. But overall, I thought his his energy, his ability to get back and cover off, uh, you know, I think at times he's playing as a sweeper or a plus one back in helping out the defence. Um, and, and he knows where to be and when to be there. So he's, uh, for a young 18, 19-year-old, I think he's had a, a sublime championship. Adam O'Reilly won three in in uh, championship semi final. Probably should have ended up with two two instead of one three. And if he had of, Cuhollands would probably be would would be in the county final. I think I'm not going to burst any bubbles by by stating that. Like that last point that he got goal on that goes into the back of the net, and 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 we're talking about Cuhollands in the county final, not Castle Rahan. But overall, he 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 was. Causing a really well groomed and organized defense in Castle Rahan, a lot of problems when you score one three from open play against Castle Rahan, you've a damn good day's work done. So, you have so uh, a great play. And then Connor Casey was it, it was definitely his best performance in a senior championship at the age of uh, 19 or 19 at some stage this year, anyway. But as you said, he had he had the pace to born and he had the confidence to take on his man. Um, on a number of occasions, and and to finish with one two, was a was a big big score for him. He was fouled for I think Tierney Madden's first free, so he was causing a lot of problems as well. So, a a, a super display by by Connor Casey there as well. So well done to the three boys. Um, okay, into the full forward line then on the Kiko Sports Team of the Week nominations are we actually only have four nominations on on our full forward line. Dara Lovett, um, Connor Smith. Both from Killigary, Connor Madden from Gauna, and Oshin O'Connell from Castle Rahan. Uh, three we went for here were we went for Dara Lovett, we went for Connor Smith, and we debated right up until throw in here, Damien. So maybe you'll reveal number fifteen because I'm not hundred percent sure who we went for. <laughs> we went for or sorry, number fifteen, Oshin O'Connell. Oshin O'Connell. Connor Madden nearly got in there at the last second again. He did. He did. We, we were debating between it and. Uh, to be honest, let's be fair about it. It, it. it came down to that we had three for two and we could only fit in two. And we said, well, sure, if there was a Kiko prize, there's no point in giving it to Connor Madden. So we, we, we'll we move it on. We'll give it to the other boys. So, but Oshin O'Connell won one 
in semi-final for Castellan, where they just about get over the line, uh, was crucial. Was was you know, mad? Sorry, fair enough to say that he was Castellan's best forward on the evening. So he gets in there. Connor Smith, while and and this was probably where most of the debate was between Connor Madden and Connor Smith was that I thought Damian Barkey had the better of Connor Smith overall. But when you talk about the big moments, the moments that won the game. Connor Smith's goal, Connor Smith's left foot point. They were massive scores. They were absolutely huge. Um, like you could you can say the same for Connor Madden. I don't think he had his best game ever. Um, but he still got one one and and there were very crucial scores for Gauna in a one point victory. Um probably we'll 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 hang it out to dry because it came down to if Connor Madden scores that goal from the from the misplaced kick out, Connor Madden gets in onto the team of the week. But but he didn't score the goal. We're, we, we've got an excuse not to put him on it this week. So, and then Daryl Lovett. Um, I don't think there's any debate over that one. Everybody, everybody's talking about Daryl Lovett once again, and he's uh he showed what a special talent he is. So, well done, well done to Daryl on that one as well. Yeah, he came up. Daryl came up with big scores at crucial times as well. Like they weren't, they weren't just. It wasn't like he got three points in the first ten minutes and then was kind of kept quiet or anything. They were they were nicely spaced out, and when Kiligari needed the score, he was the man to come up with it. So, mm. what an exciting prospect! And still not eighteen yet. He's not eighteen until November, I'm told. So, that that's extraordinary, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at um. So we'll just go through the Kiko Sports team of the week once again. So the team for this week in goals is Ronan Bannon from Gauna. In the fullback line, it's Killian Lynch from Coo Hollands, Ryan Brady from Gauna, and Ryan McGahorn from Gauna as well. In the halfback line, it's Sean Og McGerty from Castle Rahan, Kean Riley from Killigarry, and Kean Madden from Gauna. In the middle of the field, Dara McVitie from Crushlaw is partnered by Matty McKenna from Killigarry. In the half forward line, it's Mark McDermott, Killigarry, Adam O'Reilly from from Cuhullins and Connor Casey from Gauna, and a full forward line of Dara Lovett Killigarry, Connor Smith Killigarry, and completing the lineup on the Kiko Sports team of the week is Ushin O'Connell from Castle Rahan. So, congratulations to all of those guys. Remember, lads, if you're looking and lassies, if you're looking for exceptional team or leisure wear for your sports club, society, or business, then look no further than Kiko Sports. Uh, with a wide range of customizable apparel to keep your players, members, or employees looking sharp, Kiko Sports has you covered. For more information, contact info at kikosports.ie or visit www.kikosports.ie. That's C I C O sports.ie. Uh, moving on, Paul, to the Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week. Two nominations for this one, two youngsters we've gone for on, on this occasion. Who do we nominate? For team of the week, we went for uh, two forwards. Player of the week. Or sorry, player of the week. Uh, we went for two forwards who are still extremely young, two of the youngest men starting in senior championship football and, and two of the best, best we saw the weekend. That was Daryl Lovett and Connor Casey. Two brilliant performances, it has to be said, from particularly from an attacking point of view. Four points from open play for Daryl Lovett in, in a a 2-7 total for his team um, and the range of scores from him from his first point where he showed all of his pace and agility to get round three Ram United defenders who let's be fair about it they're not just ordinary defenders they're Ram United defenders who are very very strong they're, they're the reign of senior champions he showed his intent the early doors and that was just a sublime point and then in the second half I thought the point he scored just after half time, where 
he looked like he was running into trouble at the top of the D, flicked the ball kind of out of that area as it was being passed into him so that he wouldn't be swallowed up by three Ramy United defenders. Played a couple of one-twos, ends up over on the far sideline and underneath the terrace side of, of Kingspan Brefney on the 20-metre line and sails the ball over the bar from an extremely acute angle and difficult distance. But uh, a really, really good display by him. And then Connor Casey, the goal kind of is the one that everybody remembers, but his first point where he wins the ball under the sideline and goes the long way around to to burn David Shalvey, um, get inside, get his point. He's fouled for a point for Tiernan, uh, Madden to send over. He gets on the breaking ball. It was good work by Robbie Fitzpatrick to put him through, but there was a huge amount to do at that point, 65, maybe 60 metres from goal. And he has David Shalvey and, and, and Dara McVitie in pursuit. He only had one thing on his mind when he got that ball and he had a lot of time to think about it as he got up to the 13 metre line. But what a finish, what a solo run, Um, you know, what what pressure. And he showed no fear of it. But what I loved about Conor Casey's display as well was there was defensive work in it. He was back, he was helping out in the full back line. There was a, a great tackle underneath the stand where he cleanly dispossessed uh, Peter Smith now right for a sideline. But in general, I thought a really good display. So it's uh, it's great that there's two young, exciting prospects um, nominated for the, the player of the week. But who do we go for? Yeah, we went for Dara. Um, just about. And like what we did was we took a bit of a straw poll of, of a few of our contributors and a few of our better, more loyal listeners. And uh, Dara just about edged it. Close, close run thing. So uh, hard look at the Connor, but I'm sure he'll be, he'll be, uh, have his focus will be on the current final as Dara's will be. So well done to both lads. Speed yeah. kills Damien, and he's just the two. They're two rockets. They're two absolute rockets. And fast players are also the most exciting players to watch. Like and, yeah. and those lads just get you off your seat. So I'm looking forward to watching them now. Hopefully they have long careers with Club and County because they're fantastic, uh, talented young players. Hopefully they're marking each other in the county final. That'd be great. <laughs> Because both men will be free. <laughs> yeah, it would be the ultimate black death if you wanted to play one of them, one of those lads in a half-back line or something. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so look at well done to Dara. Love it. I'll be in contact. We'll get you um, into the Cavan Crystal to pick up your, your voucher there. Um, but just remember, folks, for your bed, your banquet, your swim and your gym, call us today on 049436 zero six double zero or visit our website at www.cavancrystalhotel.com or thanks to all in Cavan Crystal for sponsoring our player of the week. Uh that only leaves one prize left to give out, which I, I love I love this show because we're just giving and giving and giving all the time. It's like Christmas here, so it is. But the last one is the DT1 menswear uh top scorer. There was a couple of people finished on top. Thank God we brought in the rule that scores from open play are more important than scores from freeze because uh, we had two top scorers again this week, Paul. We had joint top scorers this week again, Damien, and we had to to invoke Rule 3, Article 4, Clause H, which which was introduced <laughs> at our recent convention, and uh, that is that uh, we went with the player who scored the most from play. So the two who are joint was Adam O'Reilly and Connor Smith, who both scored 1-3, but... Adam gets it the nod because his one three all came from players. Connor scored one one from play. So Adam O'Reilly is the DT one top scorer of the week. Yeah, congratulations, Adam. I'll be in contact with you to get you down to pick up your your DT one uh, menswear 
voucher. Um, not too sure how tall you are, whether you'll have to get up on a stool like uh, like Dave had to do for one of our our recipients. I think that's up on on social media or coming up soon on social media. But um, don't forget, folks, to check out DT One Menswear. We really, really, really would love if you would. Uh, give them a follow on Instagram on or on Facebook um, or both if you possibly could because they're not only are they funny videos they post up every week but it's great to see all the style that's available in that wonderful stop, shop there in Caventown DT1 menswear so uh, head on in there but congratulations Adam on picking up that award um, folks don't forget to check out our diehard service this week we have interviews and reaction from the Killigarry and the Gowna camps as they uh, made their way to the Kieran Service Station Senior Football Championship I caught up with Key and Riley from Killigarry and Jody Devine and from Gowna caught up with their goalkeeper Ronan Bannon and manager Finton Riley we also we have reaction coming up from the um Children's Imperial Senior Football Championship final, the ladies final where Lorgan got the better of Killigarry in a cracking, cracking final last Saturday. Uh, Aideen Coyle joins me to look back over all the action on that. And we will be previewing the McAvoy Super Value Intermediate Championship final between Bally Hayes and Castle Rahan and also the Michael Fitzpatrick Architects Championship final, which is between Arva and Drum Lane. We have uh, interviews with managers and captains from all four sides in those uh, finals as well on the podcast. So loads of content over there on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. But Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks, Demo. Thanks everybody for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast and best of luck to all teams at the weekend.